Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. today that a friend and colleague is willing to come and share her professional story and some of her expertise with us. Um, I've been waiting on her to realize how much she has to offer in a podcast for like a year and a half or a year. Um, So this is Therese Parks. Hi, Therese. Hello, Beth. I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here. So for those of you who have listened to some of um, my podcasts for a long time, you may have heard my blood sugar podcast. I should have checked the date. I think it was maybe November of 2023, but it was over a year ago. Um, And I had had a really nice breakfast with Therese and she shared that she was getting trained to be a nurse coach. And as y'all know, I'm really into wellness and holistic um, lifestyle choices and how that impacts our mental health. So Therese shared some of what she was learning from a book called The Glucose Revolution and showed me some graphs and charts. And um, I maybe haven't even told you how, how much that podcast, which I really just reviewed what you taught me mm-hmm. from that book, has helped people. And um, I had one client who was around 40 who he wasn't he didn't even look overweight, but he wasn't eating the healthiest. And he not only loved that podcast, he got the book, Red Glucose Revolution, and he lost like 10 or 20 pounds, but he was just eating so much healthier, so much more vegetables and protein, and it helped his depression. And he quit coming maybe within just a few weeks of reading that book because his mental health was so much better. Yeah, because of his age. I know it was so cool. I keep going back to her book because it's so easy to understand. Yeah. And easy to teach. Oh. And the pictures are great. The graphs are great. And it's just yeah. an easy thing to learn. So, How do you yeah. pronounce her name? Uh, Jesse Inchaspe. Inchaspe. Yeah. That's what I always say, Inchaspe, or I don't know yeah. if I'm saying it right. I don't either, but yeah, she's it's incredible. Yeah, her story is great too. Yeah. Well, so you may have heard in that podcast, I said that Therese, my nurse coach, 
um, friend I was hoping would eventually be willing to come on the podcast. And as many people do, she has some um, imposter syndrome uh, fears, <laughs> almost universal of thinking, yes. do I really know enough to, to share my story? Or And you definitely do. And I know you've had a lot more training and experience. So I'll tell you a little bit about Teresa and then let her explain um, about her work history. So she is an RN and she has her BSN, different nursing degrees, but she most recently became became a board certified nurse coach. Mm -hmm. So um, can you tell us a little bit about your career path and how you got where you are? Okay. Um, I graduated way back in 1987 uh -huh. from nursing school, so I've been a nurse a while. Uh -huh. I um, worked in ICU, my beginning of nursing. Oh, wow. And I did um, med surge, and I did open heart ICU. With that, I did travel nursing way back then. They Goodness. were opening units around the country, so I did that. And um, then I worked in an insurance company for a year. Didn't really like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> it just wasn't for me. Right. And then I had my children, took off a few years, and then I came back and worked home care. And I really loved home care, and that's kind of where I found my spot. Wow. So with mostly elderly people or disabled people? Um, mostly people coming out of the hospital, so mostly oh. elderly people or people who've had surgeries or... Um, Mostly, I worked for a smaller agency and a bigger mm -hmm. agency, so got that different flavor of, um, so people who need antibiotics at home or a colostomy or learning about CHF was a big one for us, uh, congestive okay. heart failure, oh. so diabetes, so those kind of things where you get in their home and you get to learn what their life is and how it works, right? Mm. From the office or the hospital, we're telling them things to do. But when we get right in there, what does their cupboard look like? Let's talk about food choices or what you want to do with this information. So, so cool. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating how people's careers unfold sometimes over years and yeah. you find your niche or your yes. niche <laughs> yes. and, and just the perfect sweet spot for the yes. combination of your personality yes. and your specialty. Yeah. Um, so my mom was the oldest of 13 oh and my goodness. she was kind of the caretaker of that family in a way. And then I was the oldest daughter of six. Wow. And our families were all intermeshed and close. And um, so caretaking was a role um, that I picked up early on, I mm -hmm. guess. Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, I love art. I wanted to be an artist, but mm -hmm. decided a nurse was the smart way to go, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, And I love learning about the human body, too. It's just amazing to see people so sick and get mm -hmm. so well, especially in that ICU. They, it was amazing that they That's could neat. get well quickly and have a new life. With, yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's really cool how all that, you know, really does make sense. And, you know, even though you didn't get to use your artistic, maybe visual abilities fully, you love the human body. It's really important to have some of those visual spatial gifts when you're trying to understand the mechanics of. Well, you know. I think now I ended up in the right spot because doing it in someone's home, helping them 
you have to be creative because mm. we don't have all the pieces there sometimes. And if you um, don't have a supply that they need, then you have to come up with a solution. Mm. How can we do this in your home? How can we make this work? So, mm. so it's been problem solving has been um, really great with people because you have um, to think on your toes. You don't just have everything. And be creative because you don't know where that's going to end up. Neat. How you can do that. Keeps it more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How neat. That's so really fascinating. Um, well, so can you explain to me and to everyone a little more about what a nurse coach is? I remember when we spoke a while ago, you said there were only... I want to say 64 in the whole world, but that's, I'm probably wrong. No, there's many more than that. Okay. Maybe it's 6,400. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. It, I'll give you the definition first mm -hmm. so you can just hear it. And it's through um, the American Holistic Nurses Association. Okay. Um, and there's a few nurses, three nurses um, who invented this whole concept. They um, realized that nurses were the perfect person to be health coaches or medical coaches, not medical, but health coaches. Mm -hmm. um, so um, nurse coaching definition is a skill of purposeful, result-oriented and structured clinical, uh, I'm sorry, nurse coaching is a skilled, purposeful, result-oriented and structured client interaction that is provided by a registered nurse for the purpose of promoting achievement of client goals mm. and we work with the whole person mm -hmm. and Barbara Dossie came up with the body mind emotion spirit environment mm. to promote health I'm writing these down body mind emotion spirit environment environment mm -hmm. wow I like that so everything around you and everything in you um, is really your wellness, your health. Mm. That's incredible. What a great definition. And yeah. it reminds me of the checklist that I like to, you know, give. You've probably heard my life-changing habits. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I really liked, you know, in my mind, I have six components, and I'm sure these would uh, relate to all of them in some way, but just to really look holistically yes. at things that we may forget about, you right. know, like our environment hmm, right. or our spirit. What does that mean? You know, right, right. Wow. Um, so what is nurse coaching to me? Mm -hmm. um, again, I get that close up um, visual and just hearing someone's story. Mm hmm. And really making it personal, um, empowering them to do what they can do. Um, we're not doctors. Mm -hmm. We're not counselors. Mm -hmm. We're not outside our field. We try and stay in our field. And nursing, this is really just what nursing is, trying to be holistic, trying to um, help people through natural things, through holistic things, um, more nurturing, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, kind of probably a cross between, you know, obviously a nurse and medical professional, but also a life coach maybe, mm -hmm. or a cheerleader or a mentor. Or I like the word cheerleader because uh -huh. it's, you know, that's what we are. It's almost like 
for when I went through it, it was like a trusted friend mm. that you can jump in and out of. Mm-hmm. And then being a nurse, we have knowledge and we can educate if people want. Mm-hmm. Um, one big thing that I like is we have agreements, um, nurse coaching agreements. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talk about how I'm going to do my best. You're going to do your best. Let's agree on that. Mm. And another one is uh pieces serve versus please Mm. i'm not your friend not that Mm -hmm. i don't care about you i'm not your family or your friend so i can see it from a different perspective right and my job is to serve you not to please you my job isn't to get you to like me my job is to help you with what you need and sometimes your family might not say that because they're too close Mm -hmm. whereas if i'm we're agreeing that it's okay if i say what i need to say to help you or steer you in a right direction or ask you questions that make you think deeper. Um, mm. That's what, you know. Yeah, like a healthy form of pushing. And yes. um, I love to make the distinction between what we want and what we need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can't always get what we want and we ne- we shouldn't necessarily get what we want if it's not healthy. Yeah. So it's it reminds me of what you said about, you know, you're not there to please. You're there to serve. Mm-hmm. You're there to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and if someone's like, can you just get my husband off my back and tell him it's fine that I drink eight cups of coffee mm-hmm. and no water? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I really am not here to just please you. That's not right. healthy. You know, right. Um, I need to talk to you about what's honest and, and best for you. And yeah. I like that distinction. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so, well, and one cool side note is I used Therese, um, for one of my family members. And since we don't have a release, I won't say who, but, um, for a birthday for a family member, I bought a package of three or four, um, what would you call it? Coaching sessions or, Mm -hmm. okay. And, and they loved it. Um, she was able to make a, a medical book with medicines and, goals and talk about habits and I don't even know everything. It's been a while, but, um, but I'll just say he was very happy, loved her and her bedside manner is wonderful. And, and he actually remembered to take the notebook to his doctor's appointments, Mm -hmm. which is really a nice thing to just, they probably thought he was like OCD. No, No, and he told, I'm sure he told them why he had it, but, um, it's really nice to just say, here, here's my notebook I can take with me. So being in home care for so long, I'm really passionate about having people organize their health care. Mm-hmm. And now with um, the system of all the portals and every doctor, everybody has a, their own portal. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so hard, especially for older people, people or seniors or people who have young families, too. You know, there's so many if, if someone gets sick then it's so good to have your own information. And I've used right. it with my own mother-in-law, who's 94. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, when she takes it places, they're like, oh, what? This is great. Yeah. I love it. You'll be a star patient. Yeah. Because you know your medicines, your history, your um, allergies. These are all things, if you go into the ER, if you were away somewhere and you didn't go into that system's ER, mm-hmm. they might not know that. So you're going to get better care and more efficient care for them too, because mm-hmm. they don't have to try and figure out your medication list. For sure. And I've heard of some assisted livings who 
if they're independent, they don't have a pro- some of them don't have a protocol to go to the ER. I'm sure many do, mm-hmm. but that makes it hard for the ER staff too to try and figure out what the person's on. Yeah. They don't have a list right away, so it's right. a good thing to just be organized. And That's I helpful can, for everybody oh, around. Yeah. You. That's so good because I can imagine so many sudden, you know, experiences, whether someone thinks, oh, are we having a heart attack or a panic attack? Are we having a stroke or are they just having dementia? They go to the hospital and if they have this notebook, you know, a person in a home, a retirement home may not have a next of kin that's able to be there with them to the with the hospital or even just a one page thing mm, okay um, is what i'm promoting now the most ah like a short sheet a like... short one pager you can put oh. in your wallet you can put in your purse um, even if you go to the dentist they want to know what you're about mm-hmm. what if they need to do some dental work and they're worried about if you had rheumatic fever when you were young right mm-hmm. these are all things that are going to impact your um, health and I had a dentist yeah. one time stand up. Oh my gosh, this is great. We all need this. So, and physical therapy or anybody who takes care of you wants to know what pain medicines you're on mm-hmm. or what, what your story is. So. That's such a chronic frustration for so many people is the lack of continuity of care. Yeah. They wish they could have a panel, an interdisciplinary panel where everybody knows everything. They know your psychological medications. They know your allergies. And this is probably about as close as most people would get to having all that information in one place. It's a start. Uh Uh-huh. I I think now I've heard of other um, online companies that are trying to do it. Hmm. You never know what it's going to end up like. Yeah. (laughs) But... And the AI is getting involved right. to help you keep track of this stuff. But the more you can own your health uh-huh. and own your information as far as keeping track of it and keeping, um, you know, know what your, you know, your information is, um, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. And then the other piece of it is keeping track of your um, – I have a more extensive one that I do for people who um, may need – may have chronic health issues or Mm -hmm. some kind of health issues say they're on a blood pressure medication and a blood sugar medication they probably need to keep track of their information at home Mm -hmm. where um, it's helpful if the doctor can see more than just one reading Mm -hmm. if they can see a month of boy your blood pressure is getting better or hey it spiked these two days what was going on these days Mm -hmm. and I have a little area you can write in stressful day or forgot my blood pressure medication so that he can see or she can see what what really is like it's like at home and you Mm -hmm. may be able to decrease some doses or maybe you need more but you can work together with Mm -hmm. your provider a little bit better that's so great so what would be some of the things that you would discuss in your meetings with people and then encourage them to keep track of in their notebook because you give people a notebook Yes, I make a notebook for them. Um, right now, I, I do an introductory um, package of three. Mm-hmm. First one, I'll meet in their home, and we'll talk about their health and talk about just filling out information for them, helping them set it up. And then um, I, after doing it a few times, I've decided it probably is good to have 
a visit at the doctor's with them. So I'll meet them at their doctor's mm-hmm. if they have a checkup, a wellness checkup, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that way we can make sure we have all the information correct mm-hmm. and see if there's anything the doctor would like to work on in mm. a healthy way. Um, we're not trying to do their job. We're trying to work with them. You know, mm-hmm. We could be the health piece teaching the health information and the doctor can say, you know, he would or she would like to work on their diet or um, stress level, you know, or sleep. You know, uh-huh. All these things are important that we can work on with them. And then the next visit, so the first visit in their home, second visit, meet at the doctor's office. And then third visit would be in their home one more time uh-huh. to follow up and then write a summary send them a summary. Of That's great. And if they want to continue, they can do more visits. What they need to work on, they can continue. That's great. So besides like, you know, medicines and medical conditions, and I know this short little sheet that you just gave me, um, immunization record, allergy record, physician list, um, health conditions, medication, um, emergency contacts, other medical information, and just date of birth, name. Um, what are some of the other things you keep in there? Like you mentioned a blood pressure tracking sheet or something. Yeah, so um, some of it could be just keeping track of your doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, your past medical history is mm-hmm. one with your mm-hmm. allergies. Again, really important. But your providers. Um, you know, my mother-in-law just went to the ER and my she went with my brother-in-law who's a doctor and everybody doesn't have everybody's information so if it's right there it has all the doctors and the names they asked for it's already there and then you're not reinventing the wheel every time or who knows their doctor's you know phone number and address by heart you know you know you're going to have to take time to look it up on your phone and Mm -hmm. is this the right address and Mm -hmm. and when someone doesn't feel good they won't be able to answer questions right or the right feel like it so yes um current medications are important and the reason and how often you take them um so just keeping that up to date and then where you get your pharmacy where do you mm. get your medications at um and then if you want it some people do uh, a provider visit form which is they can put in before they go to the doctor think about why you're going mm-hmm. write down because so many people i talk to and myself you get in there and you you're nervous and you forget about what you're going to talk about yes right so here you got you have a just one or two lines of what you want to talk about and then after you're done or during it you can write down what happened mm. so if you keep track of these there's three on a page just little blocks that's great of then when you're and you can separate them into here's my cardiologist visits here's my primary visits Mm -hmm. here's my endocrinologist visits so then when the pulmonologist says what did the endocrinologist say Mm -hmm. and you can flip back and say well here's what was going on then so it just helps them keep track of you too if they're not in the same system yeah um, gives you more power to see whoever you want to see too. Yeah, and everything's in one place. Right. You know where to find it because right. as a person with ADD, I just can't keep paper yeah. in, where it needs to be yeah. when I need it. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. That's great. Um, yeah, and then just a tracking tool for whatever you want to track. Mm. Blood sugar or... Like I said, you can write in what happened that day. Why was it up a little bit or down a little bit? This oh, that's can great. help you get off medication 
if you're doing better. That's really good. It doesn't just show the white coat syndrome when you go walk into the doctors and your blood pressure shoots up. Yeah. It'll show what a pattern is for you. So helpful so. for everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so you could track your blood sugar or your heart rate or your oxygen levels or anything you need to track. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I, I know you're good at. And I just love finding ways to explain things to people that can get them on board easier. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember one time explaining to a teenager who was coming home after school and taking like a two hour nap or three hour nap. And then she was like, I'm only sleeping from like two to six every day. And I was like extremely concerned. And then I found out she was taking these long naps and when I went over some sleep hygiene rules with her and, you know, uh, I guess ideas and suggestions, yeah. she really, it made sense. And she stopped the, the long naps and she got on a more regulated sleep cycle. Yes. Um, or yes. even just yesterday, I was talking to um, a 17 year old who said she had gained some weight um, over the holidays and it made her feel really bad about herself. And I was saying, well, you know, even though I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian, I said, you know, maybe you need to make sure you're getting more healthy food. Right. Don't try to eat less food. Just try to eat less unhealthy food, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah. but more. I said, you're probably never going to be overweight if you eat a lot of chicken and a lot of broccoli and a lot of fruit, right. you know, and I said, maybe you're eating a lot of junk because you're not getting what your body needs, which is nutrition. And she goes, I think that's exactly what I'm doing. She just wasn't really, I think sometimes people think eating, it doesn't really matter. Like what you eat is just, you eat something, you know? Well, I think too, a lot years ago, it was how many calories you get in yeah, and calories out calories in and they didn't really focus on what you're getting in. Yeah. And now it's important. We're realizing that, the healthier you put in you, right? Yes. The healthier your cells are going to be, your body's going to feel, and you're going to. Um, yeah, just you might feed think your you're body. hungry because you're malnourished, and you might have eaten a whole bag of Doritos, but you still feel hungry. <laughs> right. Or you may be craving it. Yeah. Your body's telling you um, that your body's talking to you. Yeah. It's not healthy, you know, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's just craving is not healthy. Yeah. Um, um, so, so one thing I'll talk about real yeah, quick is yeah, yeah, please. just um, food diversity. Mm, um, yes, please. So sometimes even just by eating different foods, um, it can really change your microbiome mm-hmm. because uh, especially fiber foods, mm-hmm. fiber foods are good. It's like feeding a they're prebiotics, right? They're feeding that microbiome. The microbiome is just a layer um, where you absorb your food in the small intestine and it goes through and it'll absorb into your bloodstream and go to your body where it needs it. So if we can put a little extra layer there mm. of probiotic or prebiotics fiber, mm-hmm. it'll just tighten up those junctions and it won't absorb the bad things. It'll only go through what good foods need to go through mm. so if it if it's open leaky gut mm-hmm. um it'll absorb more toxins in that our body doesn't really yeah use. i need to learn more about that i really don't understand much about the leaky gut and um someone was explaining this to me recently um or introducing me to it and i was like wow i 
I don't understand that, but it sounds incredibly important. It's exciting. And then they say um, your gut brain connection, uh-huh. even, right? And that it, it, things leak through if you don't have a strong microbiome. Mm. It's not diverse. That's why we want to get a lot of diverse things in there. Um, to feed it, to strengthen it. Don't you say the colors of the rainbow maybe on your colors plate? Colors of the rainbow, yep. And then there's a lady who was, she's connected with the Institute of Functional Medicine. Um, and I'll put it on your thing, your after. A link or something? Yes, Great. Um, Deanna Minich. And she's very big on color and food. Mm. And she um, talks about having a 30 food challenge Plant food, plant-based food challenge in a week. Thirty different 30 types of different plants types and of plants in a week. Wow, and I love that idea, and it sounds so overwhelming because most people don't. Most people eat the same things over and over. Yeah, if you think about it. Yeah, you, you get used to eating the same things, and she talks about even just a sprinkle of garlic or oregano counts as one two. Ooh. One sprinkle of garlic, one sprinkle of oregano. That's two different ones you got already. Uh-huh. She says even diversity from a red apple and a green apple, that's two different foods. Wow. So just shopping to get diversity uh-huh. helps strengthen. It just gives more diversity to your gut. That's um, a great example of how we make things harder than they need to be. And, you know, thinking 30 different plants or, mm-hmm. you know, whoa, yeah. but when you look at it that way, like get a couple different colors of apples and even right. carrots, the tri-colored carrots, right. you know, right. um, that's neat. And yeah, or go buy a superfood salad somewhere that has like five yes. different things. Or even the box salads. A box, that's they right. They have four different ones in them. That's right. And then a really easy one is some of the teas have like six herbs in them. Really? Yeah. Yogi tea oh. has a bunch of herbs. So you're getting a lot of diversity. It's like good cheating. Really, yeah, it is. <laughs> you start counting those up pretty fast. And then also that enhances your immune system. So you can fight off disease easier, which would be great for everybody, especially now. Um, and then you just get more nutrients mm-hmm. to go down different pathways that you need, right? To, mm. to, to strengthen our, you know, feed our thyroid the thing it needs mm-hmm. feed our um hormones the things they need so it goes down different places with different different nutrition that you need mm, that's so, great yeah i love that that's a fun little challenge for all of us to just kind of i that's another thing i've heard um the enzymes of living food my husband heard some podcast or something saying, you know, if we cook all our vegetables, Mm -hmm. then they, you know, it's great you're eating vegetables, but some raw vegetables can have more living enzymes that aren't cooked out of it. Oh, I I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. It makes sense. I don't know where it's more diversity. Yeah. And I think she had a podcast on that too, on cooking broccoli slightly or something. Uh So yeah, it could change the the makeup of the food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember back in the old days hearing things like, well, steamed vegetables are better, you know, and frozen vegetables are good and roasted, you know, like which is the best and the worst, like fried might be the worst, but again, any vegetable, that's great. But there are, I guess you get different benefits Mm -hmm. um, with the raw food, but um, well, is there anything else that you think would, you know, be important to share with the listeners or about you know nurse coaches or nurse coaching or 
Um, just, just like I said, we want to focus on health. Is mm-hmm. our biggest thing. Yeah. Make people feel heard. Um, just discover your power. Get unstuck. Mm-hmm. You know? So, are there any nurse coaches that are doing a podcast? And if not, then you need to start one. <laughs> Where yes, people can learn. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Any yeah. that that stand out off the top of your head, or we can include a link if you need to um, kind of. I can include a link. Um, some of them are focused now on other nurses. Oh. Mainly. Okay. So there's not, I, I'm i sure there's some out there that are focused on the public. Uh-huh. The one, I guess it's the one I, I, the ones I listen to are because I'm learning in yeah. the stage of learning. Yeah. Um, the person who's teaching um, my course for functional medicine, she has a podcast. Mm. And hers is pretty interesting, I think. Ooh, do you know what it's it. called off the top of your head? It's called... Uh, or what her name is, that might even be enough. Bridget Sager, B-R-I-G-E-T-T, okay. S-A-G-E-R. S-A-G-E-R, yeah. okay. And it's functional, I think it's functional medicine for nurses. Oh, good. That yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah. Oh, I know one thing you you love doing that you mentioned yesterday when we talked on the phone is going to the grocery store trips. Can you talk about that for a minute or whatever you call that? Um, I want to start some grocery store tours. Tours. Um, Just to take people in a grocery store and kind of show them what healthy products there are Mm -hmm. or especially in the fruits and vegetables and ideas that they can eat healthy and what's, what's protein in the veggie area, right? Mm. And um, maybe we'd stop in the frozen area and look at that and look at the labels together. And then dairy, what are, what are look at different yogurts and see how many probiotics are in the yogurts mm-hmm. that you can do yourself and how much sugar is in the yogurts or not in the yogurts and just give ideas on how you can change that. Teach them what to look for what and how to, to read for. labels. And then oils are another big thing you oh, gotta yeah. stay away from. Um, just how they're processed. They're just really bad and just go straight to fat. So Ooh. if you can stay away from them, that would be good. They're Is just, olive oil good? Depends. Uh, it's good. <laughs> uh-huh. It's probably the be- best or better okay. one. Okay. Um, but if you're, you still need healthy fats. Yeah. There's no way of getting around that, right? We all need a diversity of foods and mm-hmm. healthy fats. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went to a class last year mm-hmm. and it was in Chattanooga and it's free mm-hmm. and it's by the YMCA food RX mm. and it teaches how to eat more plant-based. Oh, that's plant-based. great. And she talked about, um, eating with oils and cooking. You may not even need it. If even if you put a little bit of water in there mm-hmm. in the pan, that works too. Mm. So just something different to try. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, anything else you're itching to say before we wrap up? Um, if you want to visit the imposter syndrome, we can do that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Tell me about how you do that to yourself and how you um, got over it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh, imposter syndrome is just when you're starting a business, you just feel like you don't know enough or you mm-hmm. don't, you're not good enough and all that. And um how I got over it today, uh, just, um, 
I guess just got support and motivated. And I was just saying about that, just being healthier and taking care of myself. That's mm-hmm. what it's about too. So that's right. You were saying better. the better you eat, the lower your anxiety is. Right. Right. I'm just not as scared to do something brave like this. So, uh-huh. and I'm a happier person. I'm my husband will tell you I'm a happier person. Uh-huh. So just being the best I can be too. So. That's great. Yeah. Things like exercise and sleep just gives you a positive, mm-hmm. more positive outlook on life. And certainly the way you eat, I can remember t- days that I might have run back in the day when I could still run, um, I would just feel like I looked better after one run. And of course you don't look any different after one run, but you do feel that way. Um, so that's great. You're just more optimistic and confident when Mm -hmm. you, when you have a healthy lifestyle. Right. That's good. And I'm hoping to help people do the same. Mm -hmm. And especially, um, my focus is, I say sandwich generation and beyond. Um, Sandwich generation is just caring for elder people and younger people people. and your kids. Yeah. In that middle where usually you're the last in line. You know, that's how it's done. Right. But the more you take care of yourself, the better you are at taking care of everyone else or everything else you need to do. That's right. If you don't fill your own bucket, you're not going to be able to fill other people's. Right. Yeah. So So maybe if you're 30 to 60, you may be caught taking care of younger and older people and you're not your self care or, you know, balance or boundaries go out the window and you need to really be deliberate and intentional about that. And it makes it easier Mm -hmm. because you have more energy because you feel better. Mm -hmm. It's going to be easier to take care of everybody else. Mm. So so how do people find you if they want to, you know, look at your website or schedule an appointment or learn more about what you have to offer? Um, I have a website they can look at and that's personal wellness. Yeah. Co- um, coaching okay. and consulting. Okay. Personal wellness, coaching and, and cons- uh-huh. consulting.com. Wonderful. You can go in there and get a hold of me. Um, we'll attach the link to yeah, you. But. Yeah. And then I'm starting um, to have an office space at a place out in Saudi uh, called Jillian's. That does healing belly dancing? Yes, it does. <laughs> you say Jillian's healing? Jillian's. Jillian. Yeah. Healing, healing arts. arts. Okay. Well, we yeah. can attach that link to yeah, you if you want. Yeah, belly dancing and Reiki and... Um, yoga and neat yeah just a lot of healing things out there so. that sounds really progressive and, and they're under edge. construction right now but they'll open I think end of February oh so fun yeah. yeah well thank you so much for yeah. coming and sharing what you're learning and what you you know what wellness coaches do or nurse coaches do mm-hmm. um, I do think of y'all as wellness coaches mm-hmm. but I know the technical title is nurse coaches Um, so I really appreciate this and, um, I hope that people will learn some things about Mm -hmm. being proactive and with their health and yeah, yeah, I hope so too. Well, thank you so much for having me on and letting me talk about nurse coaching. I love it. And I hope it, it gets out there for everybody. Me too. We want to help. Yes. Yeah. Thanks again. Mm -hmm. Thank you.